Kempi feels like a Monday. It isn't. It's a Tuesday. How was your Easter? You fit? Yeah, mate, boys. Um, yeah, mate, I'm fit. I'm actually sitting down in Dunedin at the moment. It's, I, I think when I left Auckland, it was 22 degrees, mate. It's minus 22 down here. It's absolutely freezing. But um, Why? Why um, are you there? Um, and the sun's down here doing law. Oh. Um, we thought we might, you know, the way that I talk to you boys, we might need a lawyer one day, so yeah, um, throw him into a targo <laughs> just, to, just to keep my bases covered. I'm glad he's uh, got hey, our back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, boys, uh, just before we start, just want to send out a, a, a get well soon to the butcher. Um, it wasn't the same walking into into the game on Saturday night. I would normally have a quick chat to the butcher up in the lounge because I go through there um, before I go past, uh, go into the box and... Um, just wishing him all the best. He's probably probably up listening this morning. So get well soon, Butch. Uh, look forward to seeing you at the next home game. And just just that bit on what Nate's just said about trying too hard. Look, I think I I, I think that that's a a real concern um, for me if I was a coach that Roger Tuivasa-Shek is putting in more effort than than is needed. You know, to to try and get the get the lollies every home game. I think he's putting his body under extreme pressure. Um, compensating for a lot of effort that isn't there within the team, and and you know we've got to be really careful. They they've got to wrap this kid up during the week in, in Cotton Wool because if they do lose Roger, mate, they lose any chance of, of finishing in the eight. That's just the way that he's played. That try that he scored on on Saturday night, um, mate, that was that was something you score. You know, playing backyard footy where you just you know you're winning the grand final. He just took the football and beat two players dead set cold and ran around the fullback like he wasn't there. Mm. Um, but apart from Roger and that teammate, there's, there's a lack of uh, imagination to, to put the to put the, the least, you know. I just, I just can't see where there's any other points coming from with, without Roger and that side. Well, Roger's not noted to be a, a great ball-playing fullback like, say, a Darius Boyd, Tony, but do you think he's had to take on that extra responsibility given there has been no Blake Green? Oh, 100%. You know, we've, we've had those concerns right from the beginning when they lost Sean that, um, you know, if they lose Blake Green, that, that they're, they're in some serious trouble. And, and already two weeks after an injury, they haven't won a game uh, without Blake in the side. But Roger Parker himself on that left edge, becoming a ball player, um, you know, if that's, his, if that's his game, then they might as well throw him up in the front line, you know what I mean, and, and get the ball in his hands as much as possible because... They, you know, they're, they're averaging, um, you know, inconsistency with the points unless Roger's got the ball in his hands and not having Blake Green there, not having Sean Johnson there. Uh, the other, the other questionable part is having three uh, hookers starting a football game where Isaac Luke plays thirty minutes. I think his first stint was twenty-seven minutes, and then spent the basically the next um, four four million minutes on the bench. It seemed like before he got the last five to go back on. Um, and then have Nathaniel and Jess Tavaga play the majority of, of dummy half is, is you know, and a concern which we raised earlier on that their spine, especially in that hooking role, wasn't wasn't right. And already we've seen the nines being rotating and the six and seven being changed. And the only bloke out there in that spine that's, that's got any consistency, on, and I think by far the best player in the comp at the moment is Roger. Um, Kempe, uh, as well as that, it looks like Fuss uh, might be out too with his ribs. Uh, he's, he's a possibility not to play against the Storm. What gets the Warriors over the hump against the Storm? Is it anything other than an Anzac miracle? I think so. I think um, coming off that epic game that they had on Sydney City, with Sydney City on Friday night, you know, they'll be hurting a little bit the Storm and 
and wanting to, they'll jump out of the gates early uh, like they normally do and try and put some points on against the uh, the Warriors. And I can't, you know, I, last year they got ambushed and, and got an absolute hiding the Warriors. But I can't see it, it changing too much with this game on uh, on Thursday night because of the because of the, um, the staff that's out there. You know, that's uh, you look at their forward pack on the weekend. They got they got taken a task by the Cowboys pack. Every one of the forward pack except Granville run out, run for over 100 metres, and the Warriors. You got a bloke that's coming back out of second grade, Lachlan Burr, um, with Toru Harris only com- completing that task for the Warriors, and the rest of them have just been non-existent. And I, I think when you're up against the storm, if you're not going to compete in that middle of the park against the likes of um, Solomona, Osefa uh, Solomona, and the Bromwich, the Bromwich boys, um, with Cameron Smith rolling behind them, then, then the Cameron Munsters and the, and the kids and the speed that they got are just going to take you to task. So, you know, a miracle. Mate, we we need more, even more than that on on Thursday night. I can't actually see them competing against a storm outfit that are just on fire. Tony Kemp with us talking the Warriors six forty two. So uh, Steve Kearney, we presume, will name his team later today on a Tuesday, as he always does. What does he do with the backline? How does he rejig that if, in fact, Fusatua doesn't make the flight? Yeah, well, you know, he's he's going to have to pull some players in from second grade. You know, you've got. You have a look at their side, and you've got Peter Peter Hicku starting at six. Um, I just don't think he's got the the energy in and around that spot to be sweeping around the park uh, with a young kid in, in Harris Tavita, um, who's played in what his third NRL game, to really cause any damage. And and Gerard Bell, you know, you just look at basically what they've got starting in their backline, and now you've got to add another winger um, to the mix. It's it's really lacks a lot, a lot of uh, game time, uh, game energy, and and especially around game management with two young blokes in the halves. Um, I wouldn't really care about who they got on the wing. You know, it's about getting that six and seven right. And and for me, you know, I I would actually think about switching it, switching it up and put Roger into Roger into the front line and put Peter Hicku at the back. Um, you know, because Rogers Rogers when he he's got the ball in his hands. Is he's going to at least give you something, you know? His passing game has been been pretty good, uh, but his running game is second to none. So, you know, they could throw they could they could throw anyone on the wing. They could bring Big Money back. He'd be fit enough. He's on Dancing the Stars. How about that? Why don't we bring Money back? Yeah. Um, you know, they're thinking about bringing Dan Carter back from the All Blacks. <laughs> might might be a call to Money to bring him back. But you know, I just don't think he. Their issues are wide. What I'm saying is their issues are wider than losing the likes of Dave Fussy Tour. Without Blake Green and and Sean Johnson on the side, Fussy Tour is not going to score the 23 tries, 24 tries he scored last year anyway. So you could you could have him out there on the on the wing. That's not the problem. The problem is in the middle of the park where they haven't got Fords doing their job. They haven't got a they haven't got a, a serious uh, hooker playing in that position, um, causing havoc around the dummy half. And, and their halves are non-existent, you know. And when you look at it that way, anyone with a with a football brain will go, "Man, this side's struggling." 